so I can't vote in Georgia but I assume I was looking up some information on this race somebody somebody sold my my personal email because we're on in Atlanta so I've been covering and reading a lot on my on my laptop and on my phone about the Senate race in Georgia I'm very intrigued by that race for a myriad of reasons but we're on in Atlanta on WWE the real 1100 a.m. every day during drive time. And shout out to them. Shout out to Beasley Media Group and iHeartRadio. Great to be on the iHeart station in, in Atlanta. So we're just continuing to expand our brand. But I get this email that says, Election Day may be behind us, but our work is far from finished, James. The Senate race in Georgia is headed for a runoff, and that means the result of this election depends on what we do between now and December 6th. And it says in big, bold letters, you haven't donated this year to the DNC. Split. So it's giving me instruction. Split a $10 donation between Raphael Warnock's campaign and the DNC to help with this runoff and defeat Herschel Walker. Now, I haven't talked a lot about politics on this show. And a lot of that is because I really, this show has become like 40% healthcare advocacy. We we do something different than anyone else in the country. We really break down healthcare a lot on the show. We have some of the, the best minds and smartest people, people much smarter than myself and much more experienced than myself. Come in and discuss healthcare policy and discuss the clinical aspect of healthcare and discuss administrative leadership for healthcare. And I don't really care about your politics, man. I don't care if you're a Republican. I don't care if you're a Democrat. I don't care if you're a Libertarian. I don't care if you're Black. I don't care if you're White. I don't care if you're Native American. I don't care if you're Asian. I don't care if you're from the Latinx community. I don't care if you practice Judaism. I don't care if you're Catholic. I don't care if you're a Protestant Christian. I don't care if you're a Muslim. I don't care if you're a Buddhist. I don't care if you're in the LGBTQ community. My job and my mission is to make sure that everyone in the United States of America has access to proper health care needs. So if you find out that you're a diabetic, you can get to an endocrinologist. If you find out that you have cancer, you can get to an oncologist. If you find out that you need a heart valve replaced, that you can get to a heart surgeon or cardiologist. If you have a young child that's sick, you can get to the right pediatrician or children's hospital. My job and my consulting practice is to help build the highways so that whatever's going on within you and your family, if it's elder care, if you need a geriatrician, if you're a, a long COVID hauler, what can I do to help you have better health outcomes and access to what you need, including social determinants of health, including internet, including green spaces, including clean water, including proper nutrition. 
And that summarize, summarizes what I do and what my passion is. So I don't care about all those identity politics and cohorts and us first them and all that stuff. But I will say this. DNC, you're not getting on my good side telling me what I need to do with my hard-earned U.S. money. You don't email me and say, quote, you haven't donated to the DNC this year. Who do you, who do you think you are? The audacity. The kutzpah to email me, who doesn't even live in Georgia, and tell me that I have failed you by not giving you any of my hard-earned United States dollars for this campaign. That takes some stones. And that takes a very myopic, short-sighted view on how to approach people asking for money. When I donate money to the Obama campaign, Barack Obama and his staffers, they didn't email me. And Obizi was the first person to do this, right? Like, I felt like Barack was actually literally emailing me himself. Like, I felt so warm and fuzzy. It was back in 07, 08, when he was running for president. And he was, and he was going through Hillary. And that's how he beat Hillary, because Hillary run, won all the big cities. She mopped the floor with him in New York, Philly, Detroit, L.A., Houston. But Obama beat her pretty much everywhere else. So she's winning by seven, eight points in the big cities. Obama basically was getting 80 percent of the rest of the country. And part of the reason he was able to do that, he was the first person running for president that really used email and used Instagram, Facebook, social media. I don't know if Instagram was out there, but he used social media and he used emailing people, but he had a very polite tone, his context. Hey, Mr. Lewis, we're really in a tight race with, with, with Senator Clinton. We would love it if you could donate us $25 as, as we really make this push in the, in the Midwest in these swing States to win the democratic nomination and the super delegates, remember the super delegates, that term. We would love it if you could donate us a few dollars. Thank you so much for your time. And if you're interested, here is the nearest Obama campaign center in your state. I went down. I was in Columbus, Ohio. I went down to the Obama campaign center and supported. I was excited. I felt like I was a part of something and, and donated my time. I didn't have a lot of money then. I was in grad school, just coming out of grad school. I was making like 40 grand a year. Just getting started in my healthcare career, but I donated a few of my a few of my hard earned dollars, and I donated, which was even more important to me, was my time, and I felt good about it. This email, this is haughty, this is arrogant, this is disrespectful, this is repugnant. You know how hard it is to get your hands on some some United States dollar bills in this day and age. I work very hard for, for my money. Not only do I do the show every day, six days a week, I, I do a podcast. I'm on several other podcasts and I do healthcare consulting. As I speak, I have three laptops and spreadsheets open. And I'm, and I'm looking at one of my clients and I'm doing some auditing for them. I'm doing some regression analysis and statistics and, and, and ANOVA testing. And that's what I do for a living. And I'm going to type up a 30-pager outlining the, the audit protocols and results. I fly around the country. 
and broadcast live at, at events. And I've done events up in the Northwest. I, I've done a lot of events in the Southwest. I go to D.C. I got to be in Orlando in a couple of weeks. So I work hard for my money. You listening to this show, work hard for your money, probably harder than me. doesn't matter what you do. Whether you're a doctor or a lawyer or a teacher in education, in construction, entrepreneur, local services, utilities, trash pickup. People are out there grinding. They're busting their arses to survive, to put food on the table, to, to pay the car note, to pay the mortgage. We're heading into a recession, inflation. People are, Joe Biden, the administration, I'm not, I'm not hating, you know, I'm not a, I'm not really a, a, a red or blue guy, but I, but I did see someone from the Biden administration, like they were bragging that inflation is down from nine to seven and a half percent. That was kind of disgusting. But I digress. With all of that, people work real hard for their money. And for the DNC to to hit me up on email and demand that I share my hard-earned money with them, it just didn't really sit well. I'm not saying that I'm rooting for Herschel Walker to, to win. But bottom line, if you can't, if Senator Warnock can't beat someone that has a split personality and the checkered past with, with statements that he's made and everything that's going on with Herschel Walker, if you can't beat him, when your base in, in many ways is, is Atlanta, which is, a, which is a blue base, if you can't beat him, you don't deserve my money. You don't get to demand money from me to beat someone that has a split personality. I know that Herschel Walker is a Georgia legend, that he, he's the last person to, to deliver a natty before Stetson Bennett. But you should be able to beat him. Just the mere fact that this race had to go to a runoff that doesn't really portray Georgia and Georgians and people from Atlanta. Uh, that's not a good look. You should be able to beat Herschel Walker. <laughs> like, like the I'm not trying to get political. Like I said, I really lean more right than left. Anyone who listens to this show a long, a long time will tell you that. But the discursive ramblings of Herschel Walker that don't really make sense. Like, how is it possible the United States of America? Which, which I believe is the greatest country in the world, and I've lived, I've lived in other parts of the world. <laughs> when I got back, when I got back from Seoul, Korea, I we flew back in Atlanta. I tongue kissed the the ground. Like I literally put my tongue on the ground in Atlanta airport. And the best you can do for the Republican Party in Georgia is Herschel Walker. And you can't beat him, Democrats. And you want my ten dollars, and you're demanding my ten dollars to beat him. That's more indicative of, of where you are than my willingness to donate. Don't, don't demand money from me, DNC. Don't ever send me an email like that again in your life. If I was there, I'd probably, just to be spiteful, I'd probably vote for Herschel Walker just to spite you because that email was so disrespectful. You demanding my money that I worked hard for during a recession in a post-COVID society, when I got a family to feed and they're demanding that I give you money, bleep you, man. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network.
If you are a business owner in the DMV and looking to expand your consumer base, Ward 8 is now accepting applications for an amazing retail project. Incubate the 8 will feature 10,000 square feet of retail space adjacent to the Congress Heights Metro Station and located next to several key entertainment venues in Washington, D.C. To apply, go to www.stelizabetheast.com and peruse the many development initiatives taking place in the Congress Heights neighborhood. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmo Squad. This man was on the track with LL, with LL and, and, and Big Smiles. That's, that's a legacy. That's hip-hop history right there. I should change it to the Rampage show. James Lewis. I'm not going to do that, though. You crazy. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. This is Lance J, a.k.a. the Paragon of Sports Talk Excellence, a.k.a. the Heisenberg of Broadcast Radio, a.k.a. the Wolf of Wall Street. The Lance J Radio Network is now on WWE 1100 AM weekdays from 3 to 4 PM. I've been wanting to get into the Atlanta market for a long time. Listen to me and the rest of the ticket talk sports, politics, healthcare, as DJ Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flip Mode Squad, shines on the wheels of steel playing the best in classic hip-hop. Catch the show live or download the iHeartRadio application.